In October 2008, John Brian Altinger was getting ready to meet up with a girl in Edmonton, Canada he had met online. The woman had sent him some precise instructions to follow to get to her garage, and although he thought it to be a bit strange, he decided to go anyway. Shortly after that night, his friends received a strange email from John saying that he was leaving for Costa Rica for a long tropical vacation, and they were immediately skeptical that John had written that email. The police were alerted, and although they were initially unconcerned, eventually the authorities began searching for real answers about John's whereabouts. What really happened to John Brian Altinger? Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. What indeed? I feel like I start every single episode with that, but that's because we always end on these dramatic questions. Uh, we got the cliffhanger. We're like Desperate we Housewives. Have, yeah. Right? We have the cliffhanger. I feel like there's been some true crime updates. Ooh. Right? There's. I think that Alex Murdoch was finally Arrested. confirmed to be a person of interest yeah. in the death of his son and wife. I feel yeah. like I'm right. I'm like telling all my friends my theories, but I'm not ready to put it out on a podcast yet. Yeah, that is very fair. That's very fair. I know he was arrested in Orlando, Florida. Really? He fleet he fled to Florida? No, well, Alex, he was arrested at a drug rehab facility. He was there for Oh right, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, there's so many twists and turns, it's hard to keep track. But yes, I do remember that. But speaking of Florida, Gabby's cause of death was confirmed to be strangulation. So I'm just like, let's find this guy. I know. And I know. Um, What's taking so long? I'm not sure if it was police rendering, but I did see there was a, that um, software they do when they kind of like see what he would look like now with like longer hair and everything like that. So I know they released it was that. Like, it's been like a month. We yeah. don't need to age the guy. What do you I know, but like longer hair, facial hair <laughs> okay. and stuff like that if he doesn't have access to like scissors and everything. So yeah. hopefully that helps. But I don't. I, it's, it, it's a hard one because it's that thing where it's like there's just this one person. No one knows where the fuck he is. Yeah, I'm kind of like at this point, I thought they would find him pretty quickly. It's been really a while. I'm kind of wondering if he's even in the country anymore. I mean, that is very true. But I, I feel don't like know he had he enough lead time. Who knows? Yeah. Who, who the hell knows? I don't know. Well, speaking of other countries, our topic today is Canadian. Yeah, I thought it would be time to visit our neighbors to the north. We hadn't done an international one. We haven't done one in a minute. I really do want to go to Montreal or Toronto so badly. Me too. I do want to go to Toronto. I have a friend there. Let's do it. Okay, let's do a trip. Yes. Live show, True Crime Canada. Ooh, okay. Love it. Can visit Paul Bernardo, right? He's out of prison. No, Carla's out of prison. Oh my God. Yeah. Visit her. I'm sure she'll love that. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, hi, how are you? Right. Oh my gosh but yeah this is a pretty wild case um i'm surprised i mean i yeah i'm surprised i didn't know about it um because the details of it are just extremely sensational very um, very gruesome very very intense yeah and i thought today that i would start some like i would switch it up and instead of starting with the bio of the killer because fuck that guy we will start with the victim his name was John Brian Altinger, and he was known to his friends as Johnny. He grew up in Edmonton and also White Rock, British Columbia, um, which I don't know. The Edmonton Sun describes as an affluent Bay City near Surrey, which I'm like, OK, sure. You could have told me it's close to the moon and I would be like, all right. Cool. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what those details. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> um, he moved back to Edmonton in the late 90s. He studied at Northern Alberta Institute of Tech and took a job in quality control at an oil field equipment manufacturer. And Uh he worked the night shift, was studying. This is interesting because it's like, you know, your friend who has like a very, I don't know, like easy to understand day job. And then they're like secretly like into crystals and stuff on the side. Yes. Okay. This is the vibe I get because he was also studying clinical hypnotherapy, telepathy and astral level. And I didn't know that you could study telepathy. I didn't know that either, but that's very cool. That was the power. I always wish I had as a kid. Oh, I think we all do. Now that would be my nightmare. Because I don't want to hear what everyone's saying about me. You know what I mean? Oh, that. I'm, yeah, that no. my pa- I'm happy with my power of just not knowing when people are talking shit. <laughs> Agree. 
<laughs> Agree. Um, he also loved motorcycles, new age philosophy, and Elton John. Into, I mean, I'm into. Who doesn't? Yeah. Besides motorcycles, I love Elton John, and sure, I'll get down with some philosophy. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then he was also apparently very into like multiplayer video games, including one called Infinity Complex, which was like, I mean, back then it wasn't old school. Obviously, it was just regular school, but now it seems so old school because it had to be played with a dial-up connection. That is, wow. Simpler times. out for (laughs) dial-up. Yeah. That's also what made me, I mean, we'll get into it, but I was like shocked at how this all started, happened back then, because I didn't know the app that we're going to talk about was around back then. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to talk about. And so John was not married. He was 38 years old at the time of his death. And this is what you were talking about. So in October of 2008, he told his friends that he was going on a date or talking to this girl that he met on a little old website called Plenty of Fish. POF, not POS. Yeah, there we go. And and he was going to meet up with her. And he said he was given weird instructions on how to meet her. And we'll get into the specifics of those because they were, in fact, weird. Very, very weird. And that's I didn't know date. I guess dating apps have been around since the Internet started. But I was like 2008. I didn't know. I feel like because this was like the point. I mean, 2008 is not that long ago. That's the year before I graduated college. So I was using like I think after I graduated college. Oh, no, wait. The year before I started college. But. Yeah, I think that was the point where online dating existed, but you had like Match.com. That make yeah, that's like, true. And you felt like a complete weirdo to admit that you were dating online, you know? And now you're a weirdo if you are like, oh, I met them in person. I'm like, okay, you're fucking sketchy as shit. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I just, I never thought that that 180 would happen, but it's I totally know. flipped. I know, because now if someone just went up to you at a bar and was like, hey, I think you're really cool. You were like, um, I, what do you, are you just, what do you me? want? What, what's happening? Yeah, like, what do you want? <clears throat> Agree. Agree. Um, so he got these weird instructions um, and he told his friends about that and his friends were kind of alarmed. Um, and unfortunately, the person that he met with was not a woman, but it was a man by the name of Mark Twitchell. <clears throat> wow. Also, this is the second episodes in a row where we're talking about uh, men with, you know what I mean? It, not oh, yeah. Very, like a guy separate. duping another guy into yeah. a date that turns mm-hmm. deadly. Oh, <laughs> I guess that's why you have to I don't know blind dates are also scary. So, but anyway, a bio on Mark. So he was born on the 4th of, well, I guess it's July 4th because it's Canada, 1979 in Edmonton, Alberta. His goal was to be a filmmaker and he made like a fan film about Star Wars, <clears throat> something like that. So uh, he attended Northern Alberta Institute of Technology and specialized in the communications department, radio, television program. Graduated in 2000 and the quote unquote, like I mentioned, big break he did came when he directed a sci-fi fan prequel because when I was first researching him, I was like, I don't like, understand oh. what this is. I'll be very honest with you. Because at first I just saw, because um, it, it was a fan prequel called Star Wars Secrets of the Rebellion in the summer of 2006. I first was like, oh, fuck, he directed a Star Wars movie? Yeah, absolutely not. George Lucas, he is not. Not, he is not. So it was a fan. I'm like, so you just directed a fan film. I'm like, how is that a big break? I don't really get it. But like, sure. Yeah, I was like, okay, we'll go, we'll go with that. It was a green screen film that it did generate buzz online. I feel like it's almost like how fan cams go viral now. So kind mm. of like, okay. So who knows? That makes sense. He even, you know, he got a cameo from someone in the movie, uh, Jeremy Bullock, who played the OG Boba Fett. All right. Out. Um, I do. I'm more Star Trek than Star Wars. So I don't really know a lot about Star Wars, but um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I know that there's a person in that. Uh, the film, shockingly, was never released. Yeah. He did. He, because uh, here's thing. He had a production company, but I feel almost any. Pro- I guess you could have a production company. Anyone you know what I mean? can. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a production. You have company. to have like a certain level of money. I feel like. <laughs> no, on some real, yeah. Uh, so he shot um, a horror film also with this production company called House of Cards. No relation to Netflix or the shit that went. That's down what with I that. thought at first. I was like, wait a second, and then I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> He was able to make his um, resume seem pseudo legit because I'm like, wait, Star Wars and House of Cards. And you're like, oh, (laughs) not at all. And you're like, oh, wait, but House of Cards did not come out in like 2008. So here is the very 
weird thing, though. They're not weird, but maybe foreshadowing. The film was about a murderer who lures a cheating man off a dating website and kills him. Premise of his Yikes. Of- foreshadowing much? He was also trying to raise funds to produce a feature film called Daybreakers about the secret lives of extras. That just I sounds know. boring. I didn't like, know Extras had a secret life. Also, there's a show called Extra. Or Extra. And that's also, funny. it's like, yeah. Also, Extras are just regular people. Like, yeah. it's not like what about their lives is shrouded <laughs> in secrecy, per se. You know what I mean? Like, I'd watch a reality show about people trying to, you know, maybe something like that, that but not just a show of someone like, yeah, I walked behind Diane Keaton today. Okay. Right. You'd watch a reality show of someone standing in the background of a show for eight hours. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I have a friend who does extra work and they get nice checks here and there for doing stuff like that. So oh, shout yeah. out to you. I just don't know if I'd watch a show about it. No. Um, yeah. So he was married and had an infant daughter. I also, I couldn't confirm this, but I read that it was maybe not his first marriage. Like, I'm not sure. Well, because I know he was divorced. So yeah. it could be something like that. So uh, even though with uh, his film passion projects, he's working a day job, also selling security systems, but that did not last that long, like about a month or so. Um, and I guess it was sort of like, call it a crisis of the life, midlife, so something like that. Of sorts. He rented a garage on the south side of Edmonton and started stocking up handcuffs duct tape a meat cleaver a lot of things that just kind of go what you had me at meat cleaver you handcuffs duct tape it's like all right i'm not gonna kink shame but meat cleaver i that's that's when that's that's no longer that's no longer kinky yeah that's scary that's not something you should be doing So unsurprisingly, he ended up murdering someone. So here's how that went down. So before the date, Johnny, basically, he forwarded the directions of where he was going to two of his friends, which was good. And he was given the instructions to go to this garage in an alley and sneak in through a door. And will this guy would would give like similar directions to other this other guy that he tried to attack. And we'll read a letter from that later. But they're very weird. Very um, weird. Yeah. So it led him to this like garage slash film set. And here's what police believe happened. So Johnny showed up to the garage. Mark was wearing a hockey mask and hit him over the head with a pipe, then stabbed him to death with a hunting knife. And then um, also warning. This is pretty graphic. Sorry for not warning you guys before the stabbing. Um, but tune out now. So then after killing him, he dismembered Johnny on the table in his garage and then tried to burn his remains, but basically like couldn't do all of it. And so then he disposed of his body in a sewer nearby. Oh, God. Yeah, it's horrible. And then to try to cover up the fact that this man was dead, he sent his friends an email. And here's what the email said in part. Hey there. I've met an extraordinary woman named Jen who has offered to take me on a nice long tropical vacation. We'll be staying in her winter home in Costa Rica. Phone number to follow soon. I won't be back in town until December 10th, but I will be checking my email periodically. See you around the holidays, Johnny. What a not believable, terrifying email. Not at all. Like I have never once gone on a date and then been like, Okay, cool. So I'm just going to go on vacation with this new person for like over a month. No, I would don't think I would ever do that. And if any of my friends would ever do that, I would say, no, 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 no. What, what, what's going on now? So obviously that is a very sketchy email to receive. Yeah, I don't think anybody would do that. I mean, who knows? Like, Besides I, like I just, lifetime movie people. That. I, I mean, was going to say Erica people. Jane, but like, yeah. <laughs> Even I think she's too smart for that. Yeah. And Johnny's friends were immediately like, this letter is weird and doesn't sound like him at all. And they said it didn't contain any of his usual jokes. And he also like would never sign emails with his name. Who starts a thing like an email with, hey there. Hey there. Yeah, that's weird. You're right. To your friends. That's true. That's weird. And then also he didn't even like hot places. So they were like, he's not going to go to Costa Rica. I feel that. Yeah. 
So they called the police who were unconcerned at first, shockingly. <laughs> so then his friends went to his condo and they found that his passport, toiletries and all of his beach stuff were all at his apartment. So like the guy did not go to Costa Rica. He also has some good friends diving in all those too. I know. Then I was thinking like, I don't, nobody else has a key to my apartment except my roommate. So like Ooh. my friends couldn't go to my apartment that unless they like ask my landlord or my roommate. Okay. So there's options. Yeah, there's options. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like, I don't like none of my friends have a spare key or anything no, like none that. None of my friends do either. Should yeah. they? I don't know. That's not being a thing. I think after like sex in the city, like, you know, when it would be a big relationship oh, yeah. milestone. Yeah. It's like get someone's keys, but now like nobody does that. Yeah, I guess because you're like, you just text me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Text me and I'll be like, all right, I'll come home. <laughs> That's true. So um, one of Johnny's friends, Carrie Lynn, emailed him because she was worried when she got that email. And she got an email back saying that she didn't need to worry because Johnny was, quote, on vacation and loving it, quote, and, quote, having the time of my life, end quote. So sketch. <laughs> like very sketch yes like oh yes you are very much on vacation i can tell by the fact that you're insisting you're on vacation um and even weirder also johnny's work supervisor desmond hart got an email that he was resigning for a new job that was as he put it truly life-altering mm. while in costa rica yeah you're right that's a good yeah. point so Obviously, I mean, after a while of everyone in his life being like, this does not, nothing adds up here. Nothing is making sense about any of this. The police start an investigation. So they go to check out Mark uh, and they find a few interesting things uh, <laughs> bearing up over there. Uh, Mark told the police that he bought a red Mazda off a stranger for $40. That's not me, a real price that anybody would ever sell a car for. A car. Even if it's like a car that no. does not drive, you would still pay a few hundred dollars for that. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. This is so stupid. And the reason he said it, because it, the police were looking for Johnny's, wait for it, red Mazda car. They also yeah. found a laptop in Mark's trunk with some deleted file holes, one of which is called... It was SKC. The SK stands for serial killer. The C, confessions. So the serial killer confessions as a deleted word doc in this car. The first line say, quote, unquote, this story is based on true events. The names and events were altered slightly to protect the guilty. This is the story of my progression into becoming a serial killer. He really Jesus. fucking... This is not a pilot. This is your confessional. Sorry. Like, yeah. like what the fuck? Part of me is like, honestly, why even try to deny it when you, <clears throat> I think he just tried to deny it because he thought he could like become more of a serial killer, bro. You weren't even a serial mm -hmm. killer. No, that's You're just a regular murderer, which is still horrible. Don't get me horrible, wrong. But change the word. But it's just crazy. I'm like, you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like you. You decided that your thing was going to be you're going to be a serial killer of all things. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. It's you don't because that's like you don't decide that. So weird. So yeah. So after that, the police put him under 24 hour surveillance. And this is where he ends up getting a new or um, not a new name, but a name that is used in the media to describe this case. I feel like it's kind of what first made us kind of go like, wait, what is this about? Oh, yeah. So th they learned that Mark is a huge fan of the show Dexter. Uh, and even posed as Dexter Morgan on Facebook. Let it just remind you all Dexter is a fictional character. So he posed to be him on Facebook. I mean, I've never watched the show, but I'm like, that is just not the takeaway. No, I never watched it either, but I heard people do love it. Yeah, but I, I'm just like. But not to this degree. <laughs> no, I just, I can't imagine being like, oh, I love SVU. So I go around like stabbing people like what? No. I love Sex and the City. I don't. I do. I, I don't spend as severely out of my budget as Carrie Bradshaw. You, right? TV yeah. Is I'm just like this is not. No, not yeah. to take away at all. So on uh, October 23rd of 08, he sent a letter telling his friends and film crew not to talk to the police. His film. This crew. letter is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So the first part of this letter. <clears throat> it reads, quote unquote, first off, I want to offer my deepest apologies if your lives have been disrupted in any way by what's been going on lately. 
I wish I could talk to you about it. And maybe one day in the future, that will be possible. But for now, I have to recommend everyone stop talking to the police or not to start if you haven't already. <laughs> Goes on to say, I'm also sure no one in this group carries guilt. So you have nothing to fear, but I've been screwed around with and I don't appreciate it. So it's time to stop this and make them do their own jobs. I'm serious. The time for dry, <laughs> sarcastic humor and flaky jokes is over. And this is no prank. flaky jokes. What is been, what even is a flaky joke? I don't even know. Dandruff. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is a very bizarro thing to send to people. And they're just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So October 31st, Halloween, of 2008, police find out that blood in Mark's car trunk belongs to Johnny, who at this point was still reported missing. So they arrest Mark. Cut to, they find a knife in Mark's car with blood on the sheath and the knife. They also find a hockey mask in the basement. So start, everything is starting to kind of domino effect right now. I mean, this is, this is really not one of those, like, we don't know who did it cases. This is like, nope, we know exactly who did it because... This guy, like, thankfully told his friends where he was going to be. Thank they God. Went right there. And it turns out this guy has like a whole fucking murder garage. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's like, oh, this is just a one in a moment situation. But for people that do go online dating, you should tell your friends where you go. Tell them totally. Always, always overshare with that. Yeah. Um, so on top of that, forensics also showed a lot of blood was spilled on the garage floor and uh, ammonia and cleaning products were found in the garage. Uh, they also found a burn barrel, which matched a burn barrel that was described in the video. Then the police release a photo of the mask because they believe this is not Mark's first attack. And they were right about that. They, do yep. you want to talk a little bit about who the other attack was? Yes, they were right. So basically, Mark used the same, pretty much the same exact MO to try to kill a man by the name of Gilles Tetrol. And here's what Gilles told the police. Um, on October 3rd, 2008, which was really not that much before the murder, um, he was supposed to meet a woman whom he met online who he thought was named Sheena. Spoiler alert, that was Mark. Not, not um, Sheena Shay. <laughs> spelled differently. So per, he, he did the same thing where he received these directions and he went to a garage and here's what they said, in part. Take a right on 40th Ave, and after a block or two, take the very first right into the alley. Then go left and pull into the only driveway that isn't paved, LOL. Seriously, whoever mm. heard of a driveway that looks like the Amazon? Whatever, it won't swallow your car, I promise. Uh-huh. Like, you, what? Are you good? Like, why are you sending no. these weird emails? Right, also, like, just, like, get a driveway. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Um... Super weird. <laughs> and so then the email said, like I said, the garage door will be open for you a touch. Don't worry about neighbors thinking you're a burglar. I think this would be the first thing that I'd be worried about if I saw that email. I would be terrified if someone was just like, hey, go down this like weird, weird uh, Amazonian like garage. And then if the neighbors are freaked out, don't worry about it. I'd be like, um, what's happening? I mean, I just feel like women would not fall for this, I have to say. Cause you're, but cause, that's because we're so conditioned to be like, oh, a guy wants to meet you at a bar. Like, no, what if he's, you know, going to do something? No, exactly. That, that's really true. And But I, that's also the curious thing where I feel like back in 2008 too, a, men never really worry about going on dates and B, it's like, there were, I'm sure there were a lot of horror stories from it, but maybe not as frequent ones that people are like. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the education just wasn't there. Because people are like, what? Because I was like, like, what is catfishing? What? No, back then. That's so true. Oh, Neve, what a visionary. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. So he went. Um, she did not. Sheena did not actually give him the address of the garage where they were supposed to meet. So he had to follow these like bizarre directions. So he entered the garage and almost instantly somebody grabbed him from behind and started like prodding him with the stun baton. Oof. Yeah. And when he turned around, he saw someone in a hockey mask. That someone was Mark. Um, the guy in the mask took out a gun and told Gilles to put duct tape on his eyes. And he did. And then was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out swinging. So he basically got up, ripped off the duct tape, grabbed the gun, and that's when he discovered that the gun was plastic. I can't. I know. So Which then I he mean, ran. Thank God. Thank but... goodness. 
Yeah. So then he ran into the alley behind the garage and collapsed at an intersection. Um, and a couple was actually out for a walk and they saw him and he asked them for help. But ah, they walked away because they thought it was part of like a mugging scheme. Ah, that sucks. That sucks. But it does. It is. I know that is a way that people do get mugged. Yeah. But still sucks. You should. Ugh, try to- yeah, that's so unfortunate. But thankfully, he um, he did help. He did escape. Um, he didn't report the incident to the police, though, at first because he was embarrassed. Um, and so it wasn't until November 3rd, 2008, that he came forward after the police like released this thing. And we're like, hey, has this happened to anybody else? Um, and his account matched almost word for word what Mark described in SKC or SK Confessions. Mm-hmm. So true, like a verbatim, this is kind know, of like, like his We attempt. found him. And you wrote it out plain and simple for <laughs> what you did. So the trial was a big deal. Everyone was talking about it. And that's also when they started to call him the Dexter Killer. So that also gave it a name that the media really clung to to cover a lot. Is the show still on at this point? Because I wonder if they'd be pissed. It was still on. Oh. And I'll tell you why I know that. Because okay. it's kind of in the after. Yes. Okay. So the trial was a big deal. And with the whole Dexter angle, uh, Mark pled not guilty to first degree murder, but tried to plead Ow. guilty to like a reduced charge of interfering with a dead body i'm literally and, like how are you pleading guilty sir right i mean i like, know how we'll talk about it in a second yeah. but i'm just like you've got to be fucking kidding you're like babe the, the cards are all in a line so netflix is the crown just kidding i mean canada's crown was like uh nah, yeah you're guilty uh, I'm also just like, I love that he wants like whatever infamy he's going to get from being a serial killer, but is like a complete fucking bitch when it comes to actually facing any consequences. Yeah. Being like, hey, you're confessionals. Yeah. They, okay. They're true. Got it. Cool. You're guilty. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. So they didn't find Johnny's remains until almost two years later when Mark finally told them that he put them in a sewer about half a block past where police had stopped searching. I'm like, I didn't know things stayed in a sewer that long. Uh, I didn't either. Didn't. I'm surprised it I didn't get, get like washed down downstream or something. I guess if it never like rains heavily there, sewer water is always going to maybe stays the same level. I don't know. I have Weird. literally no clue though. Yeah. But I know I was trying to talk about that as well. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so he claimed that he only lured uh, Aldinger to the garage to generate buzz for the House of Cards short film he was working on. Oh, not yeah, fucking, a nice little kidnapping publicity stunt. Like, what are you talking about? Fuck, that's not going to turn into, yeah. That's, so he, that's no. Yeah, so then Mark claimed that he got angry, that he was duped and attacked him. So then he beat and stabbed him in self-defense. Right, 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 right. You beat someone in self-defense, then you stab them in self-defense, and then you also dismember them in self-defense because you were worried that they're body was going to come back to life and right i don't right. that not not sure. not not quite um quite obviously the jury did not buy that and returned a guilty verdict about five after uh five hours after being sequestered he was found guilty of first degree murder and sentenced to 25 to life uh i mean do you want to talk about the uh what the jury saw the int- like some other stuff yeah so they saw a lot of interesting shit but one thing that they didn't see was a deleted document called a profile of a psychopath and it's seven pages and believed to have been written by bark and basically in it the author analyzes his own personality and behavior and kind of declares he's devoid of empathy so the author writes, I habitually lied my entire life, despite my well-adjusted and healthy family life and upbringing. Also, for as long as I can remember, I have always had a distinct lack of empathy. I've always had a dark side. I've had to sugarcoat for the world. But the weird thing about this document is that the author writes only about fantasizing about killing people and like specifically claims that he's never actually killed people. Mm. So... It says, I've often fantasized about killing people who have wronged me or threatened to hurt me or my family in the future, but that's where it ends. I don't feel that taking someone else's life is worth the loss of my freedom or the amount of time, energy, or expense one needs to put in in order to conduct such acts. Okay. Interesting. 
And then he also writes that he doesn't need to actually kill people since he can just like simulate it in his work, which made me laugh. Um, that, I mean, like the work that no one is right. watching and isn't good. Yeah, sure. Right. Sure. He writes, as a producer, I can profit from the sale and distribution of my work. But as a serial killer, I would get nothing more than a quick rush of adrenaline and a prison sentence to follow. It's like, yeah, man, I don't know. Nobody said murder was logical and it clearly yeah. wasn't because you and did guess, exactly this. I was going to say, and guess what you got now? A prison <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I know. I wonder if this document he kind of wrote. Well, I don't know. I'm like, it didn't take police that long to find him, but I kind of wonder if he'd written it as, oh, a, to- as an attempt to like cover up what he was going to mm. do. But it's like, no one's buying that. No one is. No. No one. And he also admitted to cheating on his wife regularly th- for the thrill of it. Um, I don't know why I put that last. That's certainly not the most the big, the worst thing he he did. Um, well, it just shows the character through and motherfucking through. Yeah, I, that's it's so weird and interesting to me because it's like this guy was, I mean, how old? Like, I think thir- or I think forty. I, I think he was forty two. Yeah, I want to say he was forty two and a cancer. Do with that what you will. Ooh, I I actually don't know about cancer stereotypes. I don't know but, anything either. Um, it's just weird to like all of a sudden, just decide yep nope i'm gonna try to make it as a serial killer right no exactly and then oh so here's the interesting thing too so he was sentenced to i want to say uh 30 no parole or 25 to 30 no parole and uh he wound up because when the second guy came forward they were gonna try to charge him for second degree but then he was already like declared everything like that and got such an intense uh sentence that they dropped that but his jail lifestyle, I do not know this, and maybe this might be, because I read it from this, a Canadian article, that mm-hmm. he got a flat screen TV in fucking prison. How? Oh my God, Canada. Know. You guys are too fucking nice. They're too nice. They're too nice over there. And this is how I know Dexter was still on during all of this, because what he watched, he watched all the episodes that he missed while he was like being arrested going oh to court everything God. like that and then would just watch reruns and stuff like that just kind of like i guess lean into that and um the main guy from dexter i'm um very handsome man uh <laughs> what's his name oh uh, michael c hall when he was interviewed on for like a canadian when he's doing press for dexter on the canadian uh news they were like what do you feel about the like a copycat over that he's like that's not the fucking takeaway of the show that's what you I said. You should not want to be the main. And that's why I love that you said. I was like, he's like, you, we are not making this show to make anyone want to be the main character. He's the bad person. He's a serial killer. Like, yeah, like obviously. That's not what should happen. Yeah. It's just so fucking insane. Yeah. And also, didn't you tell me that he had a dating profile in prison? Mm-hmm. He had a dating profile in prison on this website. So he's back to fucking tricks. And it's a website that you have to pay $25 a year for them to leave your inmate profile up. And that, uh, so then people can match and stuff like that. He is um, chatting with women on there. So I guess he is his, um, he is uh, acting as himself. And I mean, I am sure from the track record we've seen with inmates and criminals with dating profiles, I'm sure he is chatting with people as we fucking speak. That's, I mean, I'm all for like a good love after lockup, but I'm like, I don't think that this is the person that you want to no. find love with no 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 no. i don't like, like absolutely and if not. you feel yourself doing that girl get on talk space <laughs> get better get out like you know do something seriously i uh, yeah, yeah do something i oi, oi, oi. i mean this is just so bonkers and it's also bonkers because i feel like we haven't even done that many canadian cases but both of the ones that stick out to me are these like sick twisted tv inspired things that involve dismembering people they're really intense up there yeah, I think I think it's uh, certainly like a selection bias on my part, but <laughs> the, the ones that make international news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got like big Luca Magnata vibes. I was like, oi, what's oi. going on? Yeah, because these two because that's so interesting. You said that because I kept on thinking that this really reminded me of him with the same like in the same setup. And then also um, yeah. Karen, too, they're really intense up there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if anybody read our headlines, they'd be like, shit, what's happening in America? Yeah, they're like, so, um, how was how was 2016 to 2020, you fucking idiots? We're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that. You know what America also has? Jorge, Jorge. here. Where, we yes. can, where he has a game for us. Because in America, we play games. All right. So, uh, lessons learned. Don't meet random people on the internet. 
and mm-hmm. rear get garages. Just please. talk to them at their garage. And I think no. this is it's okay. That's common knowledge now. That's a convention. Everybody knows. Go meet in mm-hmm. a public place. Especially if they're not giving you an address to their garage. Like, do not go. Friends. No, so don't sketch. go. Kamala Harris, don't come. Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> so today, in honor of the serial killer being inspired by a famous serial killer in Dexter, we're going to take a look at iconic fictional serial killers from oh, cool. across oh. movies and television. And oh. this game is called Bust a Move. <laughs> So Why? the way it works, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the serial killer's iconic move. And it's oh. going to be your job to tell me who it is. And then there will be a bonus trivia question about the serial oh, killer. Oh, shit. Oh, that's fun. It's kind of like the game that we did on the stories where I was like, everybody send me your made up serial killer name. <laughs> oh, that is fun. Any memorable ones? Um, we got the Grave Dropper. That's a good one. This was one I came up with uh, yesterday. It was the Down Undertaker for an Australian serial killer. Everybody likes <laughs> wow. that one. That is a good wow, one. That is genius, Sarah. Thank you. Wow. No wonder you're the editor. Yeah. Then there's gonna be there was a Dexter killer. Now it was gonna be the Sarah killer where they're like, I'm inspired by Sarah Levine. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> I heard this amazing name for a serial killer, and I just had to make it real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, you will be starting in honor of your amazing name. Okay, so the first move is wearing an old school hockey goalie mask. Um, fuck. Um, it's not Michael Myers. It's not Freddy Krueger. Is it Jason? That is correct. Well done. It is Jason Voorhees. From the Friday the 13th series. And here's your mm. trivia question. What was the name of the camp that Jason haunts in Friday the 13th? And I'll have some options for you. Is it Ooh. Summer Pond, Crystal Lake, Willow Creek, or Silver Springs? I think it's Crystal Lake. I think that's the sign that my downstairs neighbor has on the door because she decorated for Halloween. Oh, that's cute. That is correct. Yes, neighbor for the win. We've never even met. You would bring them some cookies. (laughs) The neighbor giving you the alley-oop. Wow, that's amazing. All right, well, Sarah, you are on the board with two points. I will say Silver Springs, one of my favorite Fleetwood Mac songs, though. So honorable mention. (laughs) Yeah, it's a welcome change for you, Sarah, since last week you scored a whopping zero points. (laughs) Girl, that might be me this time. I'm like blanking. I have not watched any horror movies yet this season all right danny famous move is walking really 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 slow is that is that michael myers that is michael myers well done that's his thing yeah i mean it's it's almost laughable how slow he walks i mean all of these i've never seen the movie like ominous creeping up on you but michael myers is literally just like snail's pace do, do, do. why do you think jamie lee's still running after him or still, still alive for nine movies later i am excited for that reboot or the one that comes out all right here's your bonus trivia question Fuck. what type of mask does he wear i he wear what? a clown mask a louis armstrong mask a luke skywalker mask or a captain kirk mask the way I thought it was, um, um, Louis Armstrong. That is incorrect, Danny. It is actually a Captain Kirk mask. Oh, dang, why did I? Th- I? I'm lucky that I said the right guy because I was picturing the wrong mask the entire time. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, it's this really creepy. I actually didn't know this, but uh, it's a Captain Kirk that. mask that they painted white and then. Oh, it's really the- creepy. I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> expanded the eyes of which is super bizarre so it's actually william shatner's face that is so weird (laughs) jeff bezos new bff (laughs) (laughs) all right next up sarah in his manhattan apartment talking about music americans what's his name patrick bateman 
That is correct. Well done, Sarah. Up to You're like three Jason points. Bateman. <laughs> I, Jason yeah, Bateman. I was really torn there. <laughs> and your bonus question is, what is the name of the restaurant that Patrick Bateman is jealous his co-worker got reservations at? Do you remember this? I can give you I've options. never seen the movie. All right, multiple choice. Here we you go. You haven't? You've never seen it? No. Uh, That's a good one. Uh, you should watch it. I would say American Psycho and American Beauty are so great. I mean, American Beauty has a tarnished moment, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, so your options are 11 Madison Park, Noma, Dorcia, or the Hollywood Diner. Yeah, my guess would have been 11 Madison Park, so I'm going to go with that. That is incorrect. Sorry. Uh. No. It was Dorcia, Dorcia? which is Never actually a fictional restaurant. Yeah, it, it doesn't exist. They just made oh. it up for the movie. Yeah, Ooh. that does make sense. I'm yeah. going to say Cipriani's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a tie game, three to three. No, no we, I don't No, won. we don't. No, sorry. <laughs> no, we don't. Never mind. Never mind. Thanks <laughs> right, for your honesty, Danny. <laughs> I got you. You're up. Okay. Oh, Roaming around. Looking like a friendly toy. Oh my god, my least favorite, Chucky. It is Chucky. I hated this. Oh my god, no, it scared me so much as a kid. It's it's such a bizarre premise, too. I can't believe the movie even got made. <laughs> and you but, know what's messed up? That the toy that the, the doll from Hey oh no, what uh Rugrats, the Chucky, looks so much like that Chucky. Oh, and you're really right. fucking you're right. freaked me out growing you're up. You're so right. You're right. Boy. All right, so your bonus question, Danny. What is the name of the doll that Chucky inhabits? Was it Smiling Sam? Jolly James? Good Guy? Or Pretty Peter? Yikes. Jolly James? That is incorrect. No, what is it? It was Good Guy. Okay, well, that's a little that's poor writing. Terrible. I'm going to call. I'm like, that's actually weak writing. <laughs> I, I, I can say, come at me with a fuck me, Chucky. <laughs> Good guy was the, that's not a doll name. I know. It should have been one of these. Jolly James is perfect. That, those are Even so creepier. much better. Good, good guy. guy. I'm like, if my kid, bought, I'm like, I got a good guy for Christmas. I'd be like, hi, return. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> All right. Next up, Sarah. Giving his customers the closest shaves they'll ever get. I knew Sweetie this Todd? would be. It is, Sweetie Todd. Well yeah. done. This well is done. a movie I've seen. Oh, it's so good. I purposefully did not ask. Danny, this question because I knew he would. Uh -huh. It would be unfair. It, like, is there a bonus for you if you if there you sing a, a full question. song? <laughs> is there a bonus bonus? Oh my god! With the price of meat, if you get. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great great tunes in that musical. I'm, I gotta say, worst worst pies in London might be one of my favorite songs. So good. All right, Sarah. Here's your bonus question. What Let's is go. the name of Sweeney Todd's daughter? Which he is trying to rescue throughout the movie. Damn, no multiple choice on this no one. No multiple choice on oh. this one. Oh fuck! I have literally no idea. Okay, I will give you a hint. Okay. There is a song, a very iconic song, even a refrain that is sung throughout the musical that oh, specifically no. is this woman's name. Oh, I saw it so long ago. Let's just pretend it's Maria. Danny. It's a common show to name. I actually don't remember it. Now I'm blanking. I'll steal you, Joanna. Oh my oh, god, yes, shit. Joanna. Yeah, oh. fuck her. Good one. Everyone's welcome for that beautiful rendition yeah. of that song. That's so good. Oh. It was great. That's why you're the professional. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you upstate. <laughs> that With is the price why. of meat. That chicken. Oh god. I'm just gonna listen to that this. <laughs> I love her, even though she's like so crazy. What, uh, Helena, Bo love Hel it? Helena Bo oh. oh, I'm talking about Helena Bohem Carter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her local girl is the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she only plays like deranged fictional characters. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess because she's like the... only in Tim Burton movies. <laughs> and even in Harry Potter, Shame. when she was in, yeah. she uh, exactly. was like, what was it, Lestrange? 
Is yes. that really her name? That's so funny. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Oh, she's so good. Lovely ladies, too. She was one of the silver linings of that bad movie. <laughs> Lame is not. <laughs> All right, Danny, it is back to you. Playing games. Saw? That is the name of the movie. What is the name of the killer? Oh, fuck, what? Oh, um, um. <laughs> I was going to say, like, try. No. Drake? Uh, no, tricycle. Now, um, <laughs> the fuck? Tricycle Tom. Jack? <laughs> that is incorrect, but you got the first letter right. John? No, sorry, Danny. The correct answer no. is Jigsaw. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. All That's right. annoying. But like Saw. <laughs> but like Saw. That's like, okay, na- <laughs> like, na- name, name every member of Fifth Harmony. Yeah. <laughs> Silent. Uh, nope. <laughs> All right, Danny, here's your bonus oh, question. How many like movies are there in oh, the Saw fuck. franchise? They just had one last year. Um, Damn, really? They did. I think so. Um, five. Incorrect. It is actually nine. Oh, what? Nine. I was going to get four. Saw movies. When did they start getting made? When When did they start popping these out? Like it's a now. That's what I call music. (laughs) (laughs) And also, what are people? I feel like by the ninth one, they're like, "Hey, trike, get away from me! I don't need you." They're like, "No, I'm not going to play a game with a stranger." Yeah. Yeah, there's been nine movies. Um, My God. I didn't even know that. What? They've made over $1 billion in box office. Lord. I don't think I've seen a Saw movie from since 08. Seriously. I've actually never seen one. Um, It's just not like the premise never really interested me, but it interested a lot of people. Because nine movies, can you imagine? That's ridiculous. They did, I would say, after, like, they just got, like, too gory that I'm like, this actually isn't even, like, well done anymore. It's just kind of like... Right. I'm like, I don't need to see someone, like, pop out their eye to get, like, a key in there. And that's what I'm always wondering. I'm like, how'd you put the key in there? I'm dying. They Jigsaw. really gave Saw the Fast and Furious treatment. Like, I mean, oh, my Definitely. God, well, I like Jigsaw oh, EGOTs. <laughs> a little Jigsaw. <laughs> Right. I love it. Oh my god, scary movie. Oh, scary movie. Now that is a fun one with the, when they recreate it. That is a good movie. All right, Sarah, it is your turn. You have two more questions. And you are <sighs> in the lead, Sarah. So this game is yours to lose. This ooh. Here we go. While wearing his mother's clothes. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Mother's clothes. Norman Bates. Well done. That is correct. Norman Bates in Psycho, which is a classic. Like, yes, such a classic. It's so good. It's so good. Speaking of Psycho, Psycho was the first <laughs> movie <laughs> to feature Ooh. what event in the bathroom? It was the first time that this was depicted in a movie ever. A stabbing? N- incorrect. The correct answer. Like what? Oh, showering. It wasn't showering either. Oh. It was what? a toilet flushing. What? what? Yeah. Who? It's the first time that anyone huh. ever saw that in a movie. Whoever huh. figured that out and wrote that fact on the internet. I'm not judging you, but I'm saying You just want to talk. <laughs> I just want to talk. You good? I want to show you. I want to I want to I want to I want to buy you uh like a ceramic class session. <laughs> It was like this question is too easy. It's what happens in the shower, right? I really th- no. Yeah. Or didn't everyone think because I remember the blood, everyone thought it was so lifelike they got scared, but it was like ketchup. Because no, it was ketchup. uh it was chocolate syrup because chocolate syrup, that was yeah. the right, right consistency. Right. Because the movie yeah. was filmed in black or like because it was a black, black and, and white, white movie. Right. So it didn't matter. Why don't they, I guess now they have modern yeah. stuff now for it. Because I was like, that would make a lot of sense. You just dye it red. All right, okay. Danny. The last question. In their dreams. With his claws. I'm like, Beowulf? Oh, um. Beowulf. <laughs> are you the one that called Beowulf? Oh my God. He's Who's that? Angelina Jolie. Um, in his claws, I guess it's like a werewolf. Who's a famous werewolf? So in their dreams with his claws. Uh, I have. In dreams with claws. Is this. Is this like the guy from X Men? What? 
<laughs> I have never. I have no clue. The correct answer is Freddy Krueger. Uh, oh, mm. yes, yes, yes. Those okay. creepy hands. Those yeah, I have not seen that one in hands. 15 years, I don't think. I forgot, yeah. Uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, which features Johnny Depp's movie debut, which is crazy to think about. Yikes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dang. So the bonus question is, oh, what color is Freddy Krueger's sweatshirt? I, I didn't know he was a fashion icon. Um, <laughs> um Blue? Incorrect. It is red and green, iconically. Danny. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> this is a I, red and green. Okay. Weird. Oh, Christmas time. Maybe I need to watch more killer movies. Yeah, that movie is worth a rewatch oh, yeah. too. It is fantastic and so fun to watch. Ooh. But Sarah, I feel like they're more fun to watch now. You have won. Bust a move. You are Ooh, the winner of all right game. What a recovery! Woo! I know I had to redeem myself from the embarrassment of last week. <laughs> so I'm glad I did that. That was peak Mercury retrograde, though. So that wasn't you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. <laughs> so true. Well, thank you, Jorge. No problem. Oh, thank you. Oh, no. I guess, yeah, this is the time that everybody should be watching spooky movies because it's Halloween season. Very. God bless. No, I'm God trying bless. to think. I, I really haven't watched a movie since The Way Down, which was great. Not spooky, but. Not spooky. I have not watched. Crime. And I haven't watched anything either. Oh, I, well, I did watch a scare. Uh, I mean, um, the, what's it called? The Chestnut Man was pretty spooky on Netflix. It's a, it's a fun miniseries if anyone wants a spooky Halloween moment. Not really Halloween, but. Ooh, love spooky. it. Nordic, yeah. Nordic, ooh, love that. Love yeah. a Nordic thriller. <laughs> Actually, it was it's my true, no, they're Because I've read a few books that are Nordic thrillers, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is good. High key, like they, the stakes get high in them. Yep. Love it. Oh my god. All right. So we'll talk more Nordic thrillers on our true on our crime Facebook podcast. group. On our, no, I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna read a book. I watch the TV <laughs> adaptations. But I do love because we do say join the group, not a true crime group, because everyone joins it because they say we don't shut up about it on here. So that means we're not gonna shut up about it because we get more people to join it and it's a fun time where we talk about everything. Yeah. And um also follow the Instagram, not another true crime. Follow Danny on Instagram, Kashmir Danny with a K. You already and know. You can, you can follow Sarah, Sarah Lamim, baby. I just saw your, I was laughing at your recent reels about your mom washing dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. I do that too. <laughs> you, I mean, I'll rinse them, but like, I don't, I don't know why I do, sponge. but I didn't think it was weird until I saw that. I was like, wait, why do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone commented and they were like, oh, it's because I don't want to have to clean all this stuff out when I clean the filter. And I was Really too ashamed to admit. I was like, hold up. You guys are cleaning your dishwashers too? When does it end? I did not. It makes sense of dishwasher has a filter. Sure. No, it does. to me though. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was something we had to clean. Yeah. Yeah. You learned something new every day on this podcast, Fine. including about birders and also the dishwasher. <laughs> and um, just the fact that we've been eating on garbage, I guess, for forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, and on that note, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening, as always. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Batches.